Hello, 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 and welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 427. Don't drink the Drano in honor of me. Drano85, also known as Preston. Uh, joining us tonight is Mark, known as Wingman709. Go ahead. Hey, everybody, what's up? And of course, Brun, also known as BJ Swick33. Good evening, everybody. And welcome, Drano. Everybody, Drano85 is my replacement. I'm retiring after 427. <laughs> so we are getting no, I think him. He's- <laughs> no, he's he's replacing Rob. Oh, okay. He's already said more in this episode than Rob does in the probably the last five. <laughs> that was my goal all that was my goal all along. So <laughs> all right, have a good night, guys. See ya. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. So well, yes, four twenty seven, uh, don't drink Drano for anybody who did who was not aware that Drano is poisonous. But it does keep your drains. <laughs> clean and flowing nicely yes it does very much so gets all the clogs out uh, i wanted to say uh before we got started is i just wanted to tell you guys thank you for uh putting on a podcast every week uh i enjoy supporting the show and i'm happy to be here uh Lit was really looking forward to talking with you guys this week um i know it's not easy getting three adults together once a week and uh logistically that can possibly be a nightmare so i just wanted to say i appreciate what you guys do and uh, look forward to this Xbox Life every week. It's something I listen to mostly on the audio side while I'm walking my dog during the week. But uh, thank you very much for what you guys do. I enjoy the show a lot. Thanks. Well, and thanks for your support. We appreciate it. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to uh, throw your support behind things that you enjoy. And, uh, you know, finding a uh, semi-mature audience to uh, listen to a show that's... Uh, you know, family friendly and uh, is important to me. So, a lot of times you'll listen to gaming shows and find that they uh, are a little on the rough side, if you will. So, I enjoy listening to you guys most definitely. But uh, thanks for having me again. Yeah. So, when you're walking your dog and you have your headphones in, you're walking by people. Does everybody think your dog's name is Darn it, Brun? You're wrong. Darn it, Brun? <laughs> you're wrong. Because <laughs> that's Close. all you're yelling. It's, it's- well, it's you're... usually, darn it, Mark, you're wrong. Darn it, no. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Oh, yeah. But they're like, are... oh, hey, where'd Preston go? He just dropped off the call. Oh, that's yeah, it's more like, why is that guy talking to himself over there? That's what I think a lot of people have a tendency to say towards me. So, but, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, a lot of people always wonder why I have the gamertag Drano. And it's kind of an interesting story. Back in college, the uh, back when Halo Two was really big, um, and right before I never played, you know, competitively in, in leagues or anything, but competitively among friends, we used to have a clan that we would get together two, three nights a week, and um, my clan was called Housekeeping, and so uh, everybody had a cleaner, and uh, we had a Mister Clean, we had Ajax, we had a, um, and I was Drano, of course. And, of course, Drano was taken, so you always have to throw a couple numbers behind the gamer tag you want uh, in order to get it. But that's how I came up with Drano, and it has stuck ever since um, long back in, you know, Halo 2 days on the original Xbox. So um, we, we were never very good, but we liked to pretend we were for a while there. And uh, mostly amongst college mates we'd play. And, uh, but most of the time I spent respawning while the other people, you know, played but it was it was a lot of fun you were the human bullet shield right uh, i've yeah, yeah exactly. halo that's that's what i play in halo 
think I was the assault guy for sure. Uh, the one that, well, the one that you know, you run out in the middle and find out where they're shooting you from for the other teammates. Yeah. That's uh, also the way I like to play Battlefield. Just so you know. Oh, well, see, in Battlefield, I, I'm actually not the uh, bullet sponge. In, in <laughs> it's the one game yeah. I can actually say I'm, I'm okay at. I wouldn't say that I'm <laughs> awesome or anything like that, but I am okay. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm getting there. It's more more having fun for me at this at this point, but uh, you know, I'm working there. So, well, in the show, we're gonna be chatting with you, asking you a bunch of questions. You can fill us in. If you've you've already answered that. Where did your gamer tag come from? Uh, okay. But before we get to that, uh, we are live every Sunday on Twitch.tv slash This Xbox Life. Uh, we usually start on Sundays around 10 p.m. We were running a little behind uh, this week, you know, getting Drano on and making sure we have all our ducks in a row for the show. Um, but uh, that's it for that. And we typically start with what we've been playing. And I know this is probably going to suck up some time because... I know what we've been playing. We'll find out what Drano's been playing. And uh, I guess some stuff, I guess, to talk about on what I've been playing. So, But uh, Drano, do you want to go first? Sure, sure. Um, so for me, it's been three games. Uh, and I was actually sick last weekend, so I had some time to put into these three games. Uh, I usually don't get a whole lot of time to have those marathon gaming sessions, so it was a lot of fun for me. Um, of course, Battlefield 1... Uh, Mark, I know you have your opinions, but uh, I enjoy. I've enjoyed the game tremendously. Um, I'm trying to get to my goal was to get to the fifth rank fifty um, before the DLC drops, which I believe is in two days. Because um, I'm really looking forward to playing through that. I have the premium pass. So, um, but Battlefield One, and uh, I got a friend of mine into the game as well. So it's been fun teaming up with him and playing some squad stuff. Um, and then uh, Dishonored 2, I am close to the end of that game. I've been playing a ghost run, which is uh, seems to take a lot longer when you play through those missions. So a lot of saves and reloads for sure. And then, um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. The mechanics have been enjoyable. They've got some cool level design structures. And um, then the third and final game, which I'm sure we will talk about in uh, to some extent, is Ghost. Uh, uh, Ghost Recon, Tom Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, and uh, have enjoyed that one to some extent as well. It's been um, kind of a uh, a love hate relationship for me for a little while, uh, the few hours that I've put into it. But um, yeah, that's what I, that's what the three games, and I've been able to put some quite a bit of time into them the last uh, week or so. So it's been a lot of fun doing those. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh man, that'd probably be a good. I was like be level 50 before the DLC drops on Tuesday. I'm like, ah, oh, I wonder what rank <laughs> I am because I don't even know what I am. And I, and I happen to be 52. So I was like, eh. Oh, okay. so, yeah, so. I feel like, I feel like that's a good, that was a good goal to meet is the halfway mark halfway. with your rank level. Yeah. For the, before the first DLC drops. So, uh, yeah, but I, I'm 49 right now. I still have a couple days. I'm like halfway through 49. Everybody, no, no reason to worry. I promise I'll get there. Um, for all the viewers out there, 50. It's coming. Oh, if you're if you're playing tomorrow, I'll yeah. jump, I'll jump on and play and help you get. That oh, cool! Work yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll definitely be on tomorrow night. That was my that was my plan all along. So okay, cool. cool. I have Looking forward to four hours in that game. Yeah, I'm up there too. I've probably got somewhere in the neighborhood of you know high uh, high thirties, mid forties, somewhere in there, and 
you know, I can I can honestly say not to get too deep into battlefield, but I can honestly say that the maps that they have out right now, I find myself becoming starting to become a little bored with because we've played them so many times over and over. But uh, that's why I think the the new DLC will get me back into that game playing pretty pretty hardcore for a while. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. So. All right. Oh, Mark, if you don't mind, I'll go before you go because I know you'll have a lot more to talk about. Fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> save the best for last. Yeah. So, I mean, with mine, I just I've only played Ghost Recon Wildlands. I've had very little time to play. Um, when you're trying to buy a house, trying to sell a house, and and have a side project for you know a, a mobile application that I'm having all sorts of trouble with right now, um, it leaves little time for gaming. So, I I, I did play probably three hours yesterday and I only have five hours in the game total um, because I was coding for like nine hours yesterday so it's it's been a long <laughs> a long weekend at the computer but um, the game I uh, you know just like from the beta and what I've played here is like I like the game I like Ghost Recon games I think they're fun um, last night I did get to play a lot with other individuals and other people um, I do find myself kind of liking um, playing with the computer or with the, those guys because I can do the sync shot. And before I even step foot in an area, like, everybody's gone. You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I don't even walk in and run and gun that much, but I find there's more run and gun when you're with other individuals. And I'm looking forward to playing on, like, a very severe high level with other people. Because once a person makes a mistake, you pretty much might as well just kiss everybody goodbye. Like, I want to get to that point, because I think that's when the fun part will start with that game. Um, because anybody who listens to the show know, like, both Mark and I have said it for sure, with Ghost Recon, we've always wanted that um, co-op game that we got in um, Graw 2. Uh, where you would do like the hour defend or you had to go and, and complete this mission and you would just replay those missions over and over and over and they were hard. And uh, just having a game that was strictly those and, and DLC that was those, that's what I was hoping Wildlands was going to be. Um, it's not that and it's still fun. I, I want to say I like it. I'm, I'm kind of bummed it's not as much of... Um, It's a massive open world. Let's just say it's huge because Mark and I were kind of talking about this. This game is not small at all. I mean, you're you're talking about you you definitely getting some gameplay out of this game for your money. And if anybody wants to complain about that, then I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the one thing is, is I do find myself already just in the five hours that I've played, it's just wash, rinse, and repeat. I don't know how much more of that that you everybody knows like I don't finish games. I mean that that much. I mean, come on. Um but I will say if I'm already feeling that now 5 hours in, I wonder what it's going to be cuz you're talking this this game's probably a 100 hour plus game. Yeah. Um yeah, I think IGN, I believe the person that reviewed it, I think he said it took him 42 hours to complete the campaign, but I believe that was just doing 
straight through trying yeah. to do a story and not doing all the side. Not, I don't. That was not doing. Excuse me. That's not doing everything. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I know you're pushing up there in the ninety to a hundred, probably ninety to a hundred, and and it's just like you know how much how much of that can you do, but I I think there's that potential to get what I want. I wanted like all that time from a Grawl game because when we first saw this, it was just like, hey, you have to storm this building and you can do it any way you want to do it. And what I was picturing was something like, okay, you have these little smaller missions that you could go and do and replay. It's not that way, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. The game is what the game is. Um, but I am having fun with it. I'm just a little worried on that wash, rinse, and repeat feeling that I'm getting already. Um, so, But other than that, well, it seems like they've tightened up the driving a little bit. Mark, do you feel that way? No. You don't feel that they... I felt like they've maybe adjusted a little bit. The flying is still not very good. Um, but the driving-wise, like I wasn't as, you know, all over the place, if you know what I mean. I think we're just getting used to it. I think. Oh, okay. Just, I think, our honestly, I think the brain has made a switch and says, okay... Treat, I'm always driving on ice. Okay. And I think you just have adjusted to, I'm always driving on ice, even though I'm in the middle of the desert, pretend I'm driving on ice. And okay. you slide. And yeah, I so I found the vehicles to be a little easier to drive just because I'm, I'm expecting to slide around everything. So, yeah. And the other thing I'm looking forward to is getting a, a bigger, like a, a more skillful soldier um, and looking forward to the harder levels, I think. I think once it gets to the harder levels, I'll be okay because that's the bad part about their alpha and the reason why I didn't play their beta. I think that's why I kind of felt a little not bored, a, a little bored, was because, like, well, I've already done all this. You know, yeah. I did this already. Yeah. I already played these this five hours worth, and, and so now that I'm getting in some, to, some different things, I think that's uh, what what will be fun. And, and I haven't really played with too much. I played with Artemis uh, uh, and um, played with him yesterday. So, um, but that's mainly who I was you know, playing with for those three hours. But that's what I'm thinking. I don't want to, I mean, like I said, I, I'm having fun with the game. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but that's my one thought about it coming out of it. So, Mark, what do you think? You have a lot more time in it than I do. Um, yeah, well, first of all, before I forget, I want to just say to anyone this past week that has shot me out uh, party invites or game invites for Wildlands, I was not ignoring you. I was actually getting quite a few. Um, I was already in a group with people right in the middle of doing missions, and it's really hard to, you know, you when you're with other people, you can't pause the game. Uh, you can go to your map and go to your skills, but you're still going to get shot yeah, <laughs> while you're doing so, Don't do that while you're um, flying either. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I, it's not that I was ignoring anyone. So please uh, uh, understand that I was just in the middle of a game already with the full crew. So, um, but uh, okay. So with that said, um, I'm I'm like 26 hours of gameplay so far. I'm a level 21. Yes, I've been playing like every night. I've been running with the same people. Um, for the most part, I have been doing some stuff just solo, um, because, uh, the frustrating part, I think with the group 
is everybody wants to go and do their own thing. Right. For the most part, the group I was with has pretty much done pretty well of working together, but they kind of want to just hit, you know, it's like someone's already played, so they don't want to replay this mission, and they're going to run over here while two or three people are trying to do the mission, and and then it's like they're dead, and then the other guy's over trying to collect the part that everybody else needs as well, but, you know, they don't want to wait. And, and it's just like, man, you know, it just gets frustrating, and then it breaks down, and then everybody's going to do their own thing. Um, had that happen last night, and I was like, forget this, dude. I'm just going to play this game by myself. Um, so that was a little frustrating, but if you get... And this group I played with is good, and, and it's fun when we're working together, but um, I kind of... I do feel a lot like you do, Bron. It's very wash, rinse, repeat. The, the only thing that stands out are the actual story missions, but like when I'm running with a bunch of other people... I'm not even watching any of the cutscenes. I have no idea about the story because the story really doesn't matter. Um, it, you are going to kill the main guy. You're going to kill every boss up the food chain. And there's what twenty-seven, I think we said. There's a lot. Uh, yep. um, <clears throat> so you got like twenty-seven people to kill. So that's what you. Does it matter what their story is? No, <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm skipping all those. Just playing. I'm enjoying the game. But I'm at that I'm at that part where it's kind of like, am I going to finish this game? I'm actually can talk. You know, I've I've thought that already. Am I going to finish this? There, this game is going to take a ridiculous amount of time to complete, which is good, but also I think is bad at some point. Um, I'm wondering if there's too much to it, um, which is weird because usually people complain, oh, that should have been in the game. They're just trying to make money, you know. I mean, but 27 bosses, um, that's a long time. And in each one you take out has a minimum of probably five story missions that you need to do. Uh, some are even more than that. Um, so if you're looking at 27 bosses at a minimum of five missions each, do the math. Um, and you're not going to complete every story mission the first time you do it. You are going to do several of those over and over again. Um, you're going to need to go collect your weapon upgrades, your skill points. You're going to need to go after um, all those side missions are very repetitive, but you have to do them because you've got to get the resources so that you can use the skill points to level up your character. So you can't ignore any of them right. um, or you're not going to you're not going to rank up or I mean, you're not going to skill, you know, get your skills up for your character. So. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, man, the kind of wondering is is it going to be able to carry people through? Is the excitement are you going to still enjoy it enough to play through the entire game or are we going to get burned out? Um also, uh, obviously there's no way that I'm going to finish this game anytime soon. And there's another big title knocking on the door, it's about to drop oh. and I am going to immediately move over to that as soon as yeah, it hits. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, so um, yeah, and that's gonna con again. That's gonna be another, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda hit soon, and it's gonna be another, you know, forty to sixty hour, maybe more game. So Wildlands could get pushed back for the summertime or after Mass Effect is done. But um, 
there is a there's a trick with the helicopters. No. Okay. Um, I have discovered. Um, I actually did this kind of by accident. Kind of noticed it. So if you when you take off, you hold the right trigger to get up. You know to move up. You push your left stick forward to start moving forward, and of course it puts it into down. If you keep it held that way for a bit, you're going to notice the helicopter will start to kind of drop. It might kind of it'll, and sometimes it'll do this little twitchy thing. When it does that. Right after it twitches and you're kind of going down, let go of the left stick. And the helicopter will level out and just fly straight forward um, at the fastest speed possible. Oh, okay. Then what you can do is then you can use the left stick to push it back to climb and go and, and move left, right, up, down. And then when you let go, it always levels out and can, is continuing to fly forward. Um, it can be a little tricky to get it to do that, but uh, it, it, it's getting easier uh, the more you do it. Um, so that's one of the tricks with the helicopters. Um, I, I use a helicopter a lot to get around. Um, also, what's nice is I've now got my Rebel vehicle drop, which is pretty pretty hysterical. So you drop a vehicle in, right? You hit the thing, and all of a sudden you hear chirp, chirp, like someone's car alarm. And there's just a car just poof out of the blue air. It's right there. <laughs> and it's always like behind you. So it's like you turn around, and you... You see the smoke like they dropped it from like they did an airdrop, but it's just there instantly. Um, and you start out with like a crappy car, and then eventually you build up. I had uh, like this armored car with a Gatling gun on it. Um, but now I actually it drops a helicopter, which yeah. is awesome. So nice. if you're anywhere and you, and you you know I just get around strictly with the helicopters. Um, it's it takes too long to drive um, with the crew I've been rolling with. Uh, we don't even take the roads. We just go, I mean, we'll take a Cadillac. You know, it's not a Cadillac, but it looks like it. We just take it straight <laughs> across the roads, over the hills, the rocks. You, you take it as far as you can get that thing, and then you drop in another vehicle, and you or you find another one and keep going. Um, it's uh, it's just a lot of driving in the game. So uh, helicopters are the fastest way to get around. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my recommendation. Um I've done, I think, seven or eight of the bosses. I think I completed my seventh one today. So, um, very time-consuming. Yeah, I found the same thing. Yeah, eleven hours in is what I've played, and I've I've I just completed the first area, eleven hours. And I I, I was a completionist about it. I went through all the missions, but you know, I, I agree. It's, it when I zoomed out that first time and saw all the bosses pop up. I just got overwhelmed. I was like, "Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what am I doing here? When, there's too, there's too many of these people. Yeah, when you, I don't stand a chance." When you say first area, are you talking like just the 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 husband wife area, or yeah, the first just, like circle group? The uh, that group there with the main one one of the main bosses in the middle. Oh, I'm just talking about the husband and wife duo. Oh, it wow, took okay. me. Yeah, and and I. What you do? You walk. Know, I, <laughs> well, and, and granted, some of it was me being, you know, uh, adventurous with the new game, you know, right. and, and exploring a little bit off in here and, and doing, wanting to make sure I hit all the side missions up and just seeing what the whole game was about. But um, yeah, I mean, 11, it was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 because I started exploring into that second area just to the north of that region. I forget what it's called, but um, um, where you start going after the uh, guy with all the connections, social connections or, and whatnot. Right. But 
you know, it, it, I'm a, it's Xbox told me that I've been playing that game for 11 hours and I think it's counted the pauses too, but, um, and I, I just feel, I just got so overwhelmed with that map and, and, I, you know, wing, I think maybe to your point, you know, where you take helicopters everywhere, I think that that almost works against the game that the map is so huge because it drives me away from ever wanting to go in and explore the map. It just makes me want to get a helicopter and, and fly over there real quick and do the mission um, rather than actually take my time and drive through and um, see the world that they've created because, uh, you know, I think the world is, is interesting, but um, by no means am I going to spend the next 20 minutes driving to my next objective. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, I... Sorry, I was going to say that one, that one spot that you just cleared, I cleared it and then the place right directly to the right of it and the two up above it that are kind of like split in that first area, I flew a helicopter around all three of those areas to uncover the entire map. Yeah. And all I did was fly in a helicopter, and it took me almost 10 minutes to do it. Oh, man. So, I mean, you know? don't don't feel bad that you're going to miss the world by not flying in a helicopter because... Yeah. And, and the thing is, is you can look out and see how big it is. And I think I was listening to IGN. And they said so, or no, this was um, uh, Rebel Radio, Rebel, Rebel FM. Um, They're saying some some person just got to see how high they could fly the helicopter up, and they mm -hmm. said they based on like measurements and stuff like that. They're saying that you can fly the helicopter basically what's equivalent to ten miles. Oh wow! So you can fly ten miles up and then parachute down and and stuff. man, and you know, I'm all for the open world concept, but I think at some point, at least in video games, kind of what it starts to work against itself in the sense of like, you know, I'm already thinking Mass, mass Effect Andromeda, you know, and I've, I've explored maybe a whole 7% of this world they've created for me to experience. And I'm already kind of going, all right, let's, uh, let's get, let's around the bend, the bend in two weeks here. Yeah. You know, let's hurry up and finish this one up so that I can get to the next one, you know, kind of a thing. Um, Cause you know, and, and I thought GTA five was huge and uh, this just makes it look like nothing, Yeah, you know, by, by all comparison, but yeah, the the world itself is gigantic, and I agree. The um, you hit it right on with uh, saying that I think that the the world being so large does uh, you know work against it because I was like you when I first started out that first area. I mean, I was running into every building looking for the you know all the stuff you got to tag, which is mm -hmm. now becoming like I hate tagging crap. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh. Oh, and it's even worse because when you're in co-op, you hear your buddies like tagging stuff and it doesn't count for you. You have to walk over there and watch that stupid animation, even though it's just a few oh. seconds. I'm tired of seeing it, man. I just let yeah. me hit the button and just boom, tag. Yeah. Why do I have to keep seeing and place the tag? Definitely. But I wish they would make it that if your co-op partner tags something, it counted for you. Um, I, I really that's I mean, that's a pretty minor annoyance. You know, I mean, really, the complaints I have. The game is run really smooth. Um, I mean, we got to look at it this way, too. This is an online, really meant to be played multiplayer. You can play it single player if you want, but they really do push you to play um, together. And I've only had the, the game crashed once to the desktop, which I don't know if it was the game or the Xbox itself, but that's the only thing I've, I've seen. The game is run very well with no knock on wood. With no glitches, crashes, uh, well, except I did fall through a, a building once. I did have to quit the game because I was under the building. I 
tried to parachute out of a helicopter and I didn't and went into the building. <laughs> that's, that's stealth level one hundred. <clears throat> but it it the game itself is like running really well, um, and I got really no complaints about it. So it's like the stuff we are kind of complaining about is pretty minor, but mm-hmm. yeah, the repetitious. And now at this point, twenty seven and a half hours in, I don't really care about checking buildings anymore for tagging resources. Um, I'm just kind of flying around, but I'm still doing every area when I beat the boss. I do go grab all the Kingslayer files. I get all of the weapon crates, ammo parts. I do run around and make sure I've got every collectible or everything in each area. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, that's when I just fly around on the chopper, go here, 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 um, and grab it. So uh, each section. So some kudos on the game. <coughs> the, the game looks great. It really does look really nice. It's a beautiful world. Um, I do hate the nighttime. Um, if you are not aware of it, um, I know on my TV. Man, it, it, when it's nighttime, I mean, it's black. I mean, it's like my whole TV. I think sometimes my TV turned off. So you have to use night vision uh, or your thermals. Um, but I tend to run around with night vision all the time as soon as it starts to get dark. I wish the nighttime cycle, or I wish the daytime cycle was a little longer than it is. Um, I really hate running around with night vision on all the time um, because the game is just really beautiful. And I, I would like to see it in the daytime. Um, yeah. But. Um, Every section I've gone into, I, I did hit some snow up in the mountains. Um, I just cleared an area that was mostly water, uh, going island hopping and getting in boats and going into caves under, you know, water caves. And um, it's there's some really neat environments. Some of the stuff you can tell they're using the same resources. But uh, when you get to your story missions, um, so far they seem to be, they did a good job on, so far, nothing like duplicating. So if you... I kind of think back with the division where the story missions in the division, everything was like a different environment and it felt different. Every time you tackled a story mission, it didn't feel like a a repetitive. And I kind of feel that way, like on this game a little bit with their story missions. Like I feel like I'm going into new environments or they've, they've got, you know, these silver mines or you're going into these big mansions or casinos or there's, you know, uh, all sorts of different settings that you're going into in different environments. Um, so I, that helps to vary it, but all that stuff in between is getting old. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I think, what's going to be like, am I going to take this game to the end? Can I hang in there for 100 hours? Because that's what it feels like it's going to take to complete this game. I mean, I'm almost 30 hours in and only done... Uh, I don't think I have a percentage on this page, but... If I've done seven of twenty-seven bosses, I got a long way to go. Maybe what yeah. am I a third of the way? So we're looking at ninety hours. Yeah, mm. so it's a commitment for sure. It is. This game's a commitment, which I was not expecting that much. So, but uh, and also, Brun, you, uh, I think we both discovered something today about this game has XP boost. Oh yeah. Did anybody I, else know that? I did not know I, that. I had no idea. Was it, is it the Kraken pack that I saw? Is that what that is? Is that an XP boost or something like that? Yeah, so uh, Carbide uh, posted on our group today. There's a Ghost Recon Wildlands um, rewards page. So like before the game came out, they had this stuff. You could do all these activities like watch YouTube videos and stuff, and you get all these points. And I was like, I wonder what all these are for. 
And they were giving away like real world, like if you had 10,000 points, you get like a Ghost Recon necklace or something like that that they would send to you. But they now have um, in-game stuff. So like you can get patches, um, XP booster packs, stuff like that. And uh, I guess that the game, um, I think, Bron, you were saying that there was, when you went into the game, yeah. you had or you found it, you, you saw you had an XP booster pack that you didn't even know you had. Yeah. Do you have your? Well, that's like me. I've up? got a bunch from these Kraken and Special Forces packs. I don't even know where to go to activate them. <laughs> do, you, do you have the game up? Uh, sorry, not at the moment. I don't. Yeah. When uh, say if you can't fire it up, I'll fire mine up, but mine will come through my through the audio. No, I can fire it up. So yeah, Just it's it's like if you look at your character. I forget which tab it's under, but you'll see like a like a a, a little menu down to the bottom left, like bottom left or whatever. It'll say like booster packs or boosts or something like that. Um, but yeah, the game's fun. You're talking about like how how nice it looks. I was flying in a helicopter and a lightning storm came in, and I almost wanted to land my helicopter because I was scared to fly in a helicopter because <laughs> the lightning <laughs> looks really good on that game. By the way, <laughs> it is gorgeous. Uh, I was going to ask you to do you do you all find that shooting with the helicopter is a complete nightmare control wise? There is no shooting with a helicopter. Okay, all right, just making sure that wasn't me. Yeah, I um, those those uh you know Gatling guns or whatever on the side. I mean, they're just worthless. I can't do anything with them. I've tried over and over, so I gave up on that. There's but. there's there's no crosshair, and since it doesn't maneuver easily, there's there's just no way to do it. I in. I've watched people flying helicopters on the PC, and it seems like it's a lot easier. So mm. I would say they they might be worth it on the PC, but they're definitely not worth it on console. So unless I'm doing something wrong. I, uh, yeah, I, I found that playing solo was more the way for me to play that game than playing multiplayer, um, simply because whenever like mark was alluding to is that the when you join up with a bunch of people you've really got to be in it for this the teamwork in order right. for it to work appropriately whereas if i'm playing by myself i control these three other people and i've upgraded that drone all the way it can go so i can tag as many people as i want and just sync shot until i'm my heart's content and then I'll, you know as soon as i see the little blips go away i'm like all right well this area is safe to move into now i'll go ahead and do that and then uh Every time I played with friends, I was noticing that, you know, because we were doing all our own things, I was dying more often and getting into more trouble than I did playing by myself. So I just went back to playing by myself for a little while to knock out some of the story missions and move through some of the areas that I was having trouble with, But which I thought was kind of, you know, it's obviously not the way they want you to play because you log in and 30 seconds in, they're asking if you want to join a public co-op session right. and then... Yeah. Two seconds later, hey, you want to join a public? Hey, you sure you don't want to play multiplayer? Hey, what about your friends over here? And uh, I found it pretty amusing. And I don't know if you guys have played public or with randoms yet, but if you play with a random and then you uh, you know stop playing with them or you've you know whatever the case may be, you've only played with them for like thirty seconds. There's a little icon that pops up for you to add them to your friend list, and then it says you've been playing with blah 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 for for a while now, would you like to add them to your friend list? And I'm like, I've known, I don't even know who this is. We've been playing for 45 seconds. So I thought that was interesting that I find it more enjoyable, at least at this point for me to play by myself because I can control everything, um, than play with, uh, with, play, with, play with other people. Now I haven't played with people who are of the same mindset as me. So they want to go do their own thing. I want to do mine, but 
I think that might be more fun for me at this point. But, um, but yeah, I, the multiplayer for me so far has been somewhat of a bust. I haven't really enjoyed the multiplayer aspect of it quite to the extent that I think other people have. I've actually found myself enjoying solo missions or solo playing. So thought that was kind of a not the way they intended for the game to be played at all, but the way I'm doing it because I own the thing. <laughs> so I'm in the game, bro, and I cannot find anywhere that says turn on a booster pack. All right, hold on. Let me uh, throw up my game capture software here, and I can mute it actually <laughs> once it fires up. And then oh, I'll... here we go. Okay, so I'm look. I looked it up. Um, let's see, so you can go. Okay, so you can gain additional XP by utilizing boosters. You can obtain from pre-ordering the game or through the Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands in-game store. Um, when playing in, in multiplayer, okay, you can use a booster to increase the XP you gain as well. Blah, 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 blah. It, well, they don't tell you how to turn it on. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll find it. And then it. it says in multiplayer. So. so Let my thing fire up here. So I, uh, you know, I have a Game Capture HD card, and I've been using the Elgato software, and I just play through my computer now. It's really easy. I just plug my Xbox directly into it. So I used to have a whole huge, massive setup and had everything connected, so I could put it through my audio here and there, and I just took all that out and just use it straight through there now. But um, for some reason, it's trying to connect, and <laughs> now it's not working. I think X split is causing a problem with it. But, okay, yeah, let's not crash the show. Yeah, I'll try not to. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Here's a oh here's a um here's a link. How do I use my boosters? Uh, let me see if they actually give an answer. You have to. Oh no, they're they're like I don't know. They're when in your menu you see your avatar on the dune buggy, highlight your name and press this triangle so they must be off ps4 and then it says go to booster activation so it looks like you got to do it before you actually get in the game so i'll go back to my main menu okay. and i'll see if because there you do load up and you see your guy and like everybody else is like your ai guys are on standing next to a car and possibly maybe i think that's what they're talking about well, while you're I looking for that, try. <laughs> you can carry on. All right. Um, well, let's move forward. So, um, Patreon. So, if you go to this slash Patreon, like Torino did here, uh, you become a patron of the show. And if you, you know, we don't lock any of our content behind anything because, you know, we appreciate any tips and we don't expect anything. Um, but we did put one level in there, like, I think it's whatever ten a month or something like that. We'll put you on put you on the show, and that's why Drano is sitting here with us here today. Um, You're right. We he pays us for our friendship. Um, I pay. <laughs> it's a win win. The way I see it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so and uh, and that's more of like a monthly subscription thing like that. Um, if you like to do one time tips, which Drano actually did as well. He was the last person to send us a tip. Um, you go to this Xbox Life 
youtube.com slash donate and that'll send you to our tips page. And roundtable. So we have two quick things and then we're going to learn about, you know, uh, Preston's, you know, social security card or social security <laughs> number. Hold on, let me, credit I gotta card go number. grab my wallet real quick for this part. Yeah, because we need right those back. three digits off the back. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be asking, yeah, asking him a number of questions, but, um, so Division. I like Division, right? It was a good game. I, I, I honestly, I think, uh, Wildlands is Division on crack, uh, because it's like just a massive Division. It's probably three times the size as the division. Um, but it doesn't have things like raids and stuff. And that's that's kind of the thing I'm looking forward to if they do in Wildlands is like, you know, to give you this mission to complete uh, with like just a massive amount of guys, like old Ghost Recon. And we'll, we'll see if they do that. Um, but the division I had, the season pass for the division, I don't think I played any of it. Um, but they're doing a year two worth of stuff. If you believe that, um, a lot of I think a lot of people are surprised, but you know they obviously have enough people out there, and and it is Ubisoft. They did a year two with um, Rainbow Six Siege, and it seemed to take off. So maybe uh, Wild or maybe Division will bounce back and and move forward. Uh, the good news about the season two stuff is it's all going to be free. So if you have the Division. Um, the year two content will all be free. The thing is, I wouldn't pay him for a second year. I probably wouldn't have either. Um, I was, but I definitely, I definitely wouldn't have. It has nothing to do with with their game or anything. It's just I've moved, I've moved on. I don't know if I'll ever get back to it. Um, I just didn't like their that their DLC, like what the the last what was it? I think they put the last thing out and it was PvP, and before that was survival and. Um, which I didn't, I liked the idea, but it I didn't like it again because it was PVP. And are we still recording? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's just me then. Um, so yeah, it's just, I didn't like the, the content that came out in that. So if right. they, I'm going to be a lot more mindful of what comes out. Like I didn't buy the wildlands because it's like, uh, one of the things that comes out is like the first DLC drop is like something about races. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, the cars suck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be doing stupid races. But um, anyways, I, I, I'm going to take you off topic for a real quick second. Mm-hmm. Back to Wildlands. I found out how to activate your boosters. Okay. So when you you get to where you're standing next to the car, you got to go down. Highlight your name and hit Y. It says info. Then you see a couple boxes, and one is boosters, booster activation. Go in there to activate your boosters. Okay. So it's before joining that, a session. You, you basically do it before you launch the game. Yeah. yeah, before you launch the game. Okay. Sorry about that. No. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing free the second year. Um, I may actually check it out, depending, you know, if they have any actual, like, single-player content or co-op content. Right. So, uh, the next thing we have here is Reservoir Dogs Bloody Days. Um, is, what's, what do they have here? Is announced, <laughs> actually. 
So, you want to explain this one, Mark? Or are you are you following up on this? Or I had to put this in here because I, I mean, I don't, I love the movie Reservoir Dogs. Oh yes, yeah. and no I think it's like even you know I just think it's one of the best movies out there ever made. I just loved it. And I saw this about a game, and I was like, what? How are you going to make a Reservoir Dogs a video game? So, in celebration of the 25th anniversary of the movie, the game Bloody Days is slated to launch for PC and Xbox One in 2017. Uh, The game will release first on Steam this spring, with Xbox One version to follow sometime thereafter. This is going to be a top-down perspective game where players must strategically rewind time to control a team of characters as they blast their way through a variety of heists based on the movie. The game includes, includes the game features six playable characters uh, from the film, including Mr. Blonde, Mr. Brown, Mr. Orange, Mr. Blue, Mr. Pink, and Mr. White. I have no desire to play this. This <laughs> To me, this makes no sense whatsoever, and I, I mainly just wanted to be like, talk to you guys and just say, what the heck am I missing? You know, do you get the point of this, and is this something do we really think we need to do? It's just, Reservoir Dogs is one of those movies that, it's just so, I think it's so special, so unique, that it, they just don't need to do anything else like this. I think this can only tarnish the name. Right. Yeah. It's uh that's a classic, you know, you don't mess with it. Leave it alone, don't tarnish its name and um who would who would you be though, Mark? Mr. White? I'm gonna push you, I'm gonna peg you as Mr. White here. <laughs> I gotta be good. honest, I don't I haven't seen it in so long, I don't remember who is who. But yeah. I loved um oh, who's the actor? Tim Roth. His character was just and also um, Steve Buscemi. Um, oh, he was Mr. Pink. Mr. I think, Pink. Right? That's right. Yeah. Why do I gotta yeah. be Mr. Pink? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. runs Mr. White. Then that'll that'll work. I'll be Orange. Wasn't there a Mr. Orange? Wasn't that Quentin? I think so. <laughs> so you say it's top down. Like uh, when you say top down, I'm picturing like GTA One in my head. Yeah. Is that what I? Is that what I'm? thinking is that where we're going with it that's what it looks like a gta one or two yeah it's not, that, it's not straight top down it looks like it has a little bit of a little bit of an angle to it but it, it would be considered top down i uh that has no appeal to me i have no desire to play that game whatsoever hmm. you had me pegged as mr white yeah it wasn't uh mr I white was the uh I, just because of your shirt, really. Isn't it your shirt white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's, he was the good... He was, uh, yeah, he was, he was kind the of cop. the good guy, Yeah, if you will. He wasn't a cop. He was a criminal, but he was like oh, the yeah. good criminal who didn't want them to... Yeah, I don't want to spoil the movie. 25 years, I guess we're, we're able to spoil it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs and you are an adult... Go check it out. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. But I loved it. Just, you know, there's those moments that, um, oh, what was I watching the other day? It was something similar. But like when, when Tim Roth and Mr. Orange was telling the story, the fake story of the, the, where he had the drugs on him in the, in the bus station 
and uh, all the cops were in the bathroom and the, the drug dog was in there. I mean, it was just like this whole story separate from the movie that was just like, it was just so cool. And he just played such a cool part. Um, and I'm trying to remember, I was watching something the other day. I can't remember what it was. And Bron, I th- I may have told you about it. Um, I told somebody about it. Watch it, and then when you get to a certain episode, there's this whole dialogue, like this whole thing that just happens. And it's like one person just going on for like 10, 15 minutes, um, just basically this, you know, whole dialogue thing. Oh, uh, Sneaky Pete. Yeah, Sneaky on Pete. Amazon. And it was uh, the guy who played Breaking Bad. Um, I can see him, and I can't think of his name. The guy from Breaking Bad, um, the main character. Uh, Walter uh, Cranston, or what's his name? Yeah, like Brian, Brian the, Cranston. Yeah, Brian. so he goes on this whole spiel on just, like, this whole thing. He had this whole big, long part, and it was just, like, so riveting. It was so good. Um, if and So I, I got to recommend Sneaky Pete on Amazon for any Amazon Prime people. Um, another great show, but that's getting off track, but... <laughs> I just can't see this game needing to be done. A Reservoir Dogs game? Come on. Are are we that desperate for ideas? Yeah, it's a it's a desperate move. It sounds like. And and how do you how do you make a Reservoir Dogs game and not have it take place in a warehouse? Yeah. Just one warehouse, the whole thing. You know. Um, right. Be true. If you're gonna do it, be true to it. You know. Figure it out how to be true to the movie. Um, don't try to make you know some kind of heist deal where you're all around town or whatever. I guess, but yeah, it's being made by uh, it says Lionsgate and Big Star Games. Hmm. So I don't know, I don't know if Big Star Games has made anything. So I'll look them up here and just see. Or if this is their first game, if this is their first game, I can skip it. <laughs> all right. Um. Well, for our next thing here, we, we since you're a member of the community, Drano, and you're on our show, we want to know a lot about you. Um, so we're going to move to the community section, and then we're going to talk to you about to you about you, like I said, and okay. get all that credit card information so we can buy ourselves right, games. Very um, good. But before we get there, let me go through the, the spiel here. So if you go to this, xboxlife.com, and on the right-hand side, you can send us a voicemail. Uh, we put those voicemails in the show and play them and answer your questions. Uh, you can also, on the top of the site, click Contact, which will then have you fill out a form, and that sends us an email. But if you'd rather email us directly or record an MP3 and email us your MP3 instead of going through a voicemail, you can send that to contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter account. It is uh, twitter.com slash thisxboxlife. Or if you go to thisxboxlife.com slash Twitter, it'll take you there as well. And our main area where I think most of our community hangs out and chats and passes out things and codes and hints and tips is on Facebook. If you go to this xboxlife.com slash Facebook, you will be sent to our closed group. Just request access and then uh, we will go from there. Um, and before we get to that, we will talk about you. I should put an image about, put a Drano image in there. <laughs> um, didn't have time to get one. So, I have a couple questions here, and, and of course, these questions will probably spawn more questions and, and things like that. Now, you've already explained to us how you got your uh, gamer tag, um, but that is obviously, 
you know, Xbox Live related or anything like that, or I don't know if that stretches out to your PC gaming world or PS4 or PlayStation or anything like that. But uh, mm-hmm. when when did you start actually gaming? Like, I remember playing some games on Atari and things like that, but to me, I consider myself, like, starting in the NES era. Um, but mm-hmm. when when did you start gaming? When do you? What's your earliest memory? My, you know, uh, I feel like there's two different points in my life when I when I was introduced to games and then when I became what I consider a gamer. Okay. Um, but um, I'll never forget the Christmas uh, opening up. See, the the SNES is more my was my introduction to the gaming world. Um, my grandfather um, used to, you know, uh, I, for a while I w- I'm the first grandkid. Of many, but I was the first, and so I kind of got I reaped all the benefits of being the first, which is <laughs> getting spoiled, uh, rotten for a while there, until my sister ruined it for everybody. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so he he bought me an SNES, and I remember, you know, sitting down in front of that television and falling in love with uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, or Super Mario World, I should say, and um, you know, being I don't know, I must have been maybe five five or six years old. You're not really, you know, it's a lot of pretty pictures and it's a lot of buttons to push, so I'm enjoying myself. But I remember um, being introduced there um, to gaming and, and finding it. And, you know, back then it wasn't necessarily taken very seriously. It was just kind of a hobby for a lot of people at that point. Um, and then I would say that the time in which I decided to, or the time in which I became in, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, kind of in love with the hobby of gaming was probably right around the Halo 1 um, era when the original Xbox came out and how just incredible, you know, this new gaming machine was going to be. And when I really truly fell in love with it was when Xbox Live came out. And you could finally start playing games online with other people. But um, I'll never forget the days of um, taking over my mom's um, living room with 16 uh, smelly teenagers and, you know, stacking everybody, bringing their huge TV over to find it and placing it on a nightstand that doesn't, it's, you know, one leg is broken. And, um, you know, I had the little router kit that you could buy for Xbox and everybody plugging in an Ethernet cord and, um, playing rockets on Hang 'em High. I mean, how many people, and even in the chat room, and you, Brun, and you, Mark, can remember rockets on Hang 'em High in the original Halo? You know, I mean, that was just epic, beyond uh, words for forever. And uh, but that's when I just immediately uh, just knew that this was going to be something that I did. And uh, nowadays, you know, with games moving into the uh, really truly becoming, and this is not recent, but really becoming an art form um, with narrative storytelling and interactions with uh, other players and all these worlds for people to explore. You know, it's, it's, um, it's hard not to fall in love with it and become semi, you know, um, healthily, healthily addicted to the, the, the genre of gaming. But um, that's kind of, you know, um, where I sit with it. I'm, I'm a dedicated Xbox gamer. I uh, don't, play on PC mainly because I don't have a PC that really will run. I'm sure it's overheating right now while I'm on Skype, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) um, you know, I don't have a PC nor have I, um, really 
decided to ever decided to dedicate the funds to that because um, you you guys might even laugh at me at this point, but I was a day one adopter of the Xbox One, and uh, the only way I could get my hands on one was to buy a bundle. And so, my effectively, my original Xbox One, which is sitting over here in the corner, um, and I still use it, uh, was about eight hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but uh, it you know now that you can get an Xbox One S for two hundred and fifty or whatever it is, but. Um, so that's where I kind of swung my funds, but um, always, always really loved the idea of console gaming because I'm just not very tech savvy, and I like having a machine that I come home and I can put a disc into, and it's it's going to run like it's expected to run on my machine that I you know purchase. But um, I did, I did own an original PlayStation um, when I was growing up because that was before Xbox was even on the scene, and. Um, remember playing a few games there then and there but definitely uh one of the reasons i and you know i'm not i'm i am a fanboy to some extent for the xbox machine but by no means am i like the the guy the guy that annoys everybody with you got to do xbox nothing else you know i'm I, i'm not that guy but um you know i, I definitely am dedicated to the machine because it's it's what brought me into gaming i you know i love it and uh um, I know Microsoft is not a perfect company by any means, and we, you know, my I'm pretty sure my disk drive is going to just eventually start smoking in my Xbox One at some point. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, you know, I, that's why I've I've remained. Plus, you have your gamer score, and who wants to start over, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> once you've got that going, there's no reason to switch over. But yeah, that's uh, definitely for me. I can I can trace it all back to Hang 'Em High with Rockets and the original Halo. For me, that's uh, that's what did it in a cooler full of IBC root beer in the bottles, so we could act like we were drinking alcoholic beverages as kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what we did. Um, but yeah, that's uh, just really enjoy it. You know, it's definitely my uh, my my primary hobby, and uh, so yeah, that's that's a little bit about it. So, so what what would you say would be your favorite system? Then? As far as favorite system ever, definitely the 360. Okay. Um, I logged so many hours onto my 360, and um, I went through two consoles. I'm pretty a lot of people went through more because of the the whole fiasco with those systems. But um, I was fortunate to only go through two, and the second one that I bought was mainly because I wanted an updated system, not because I necessarily had an issue um, with it, and. Um, the 360 just did it for me. Um, the original Xbox was fun, but uh, I love to achievement hunt, and that's when the 360 came. You know, the 360 brought that that aspect of it to us, and uh, I just immediately. I by no means am I a, a you know I'm not a, a stallion 83, if you will. I don't I don't have the highest gamer score in Xbox by any means, but I definitely like to try to get all the achievements for most of the games, and that's kind of what draws me back you know, to games over and over and over again after I've played them. But so, yeah, I wonder, I wonder how much he regrets doing or, you know, starting what he started. Yeah. Okay, you know, they I just, did. they just had an article where he passed like what? 1.5 million gamer score or something like that. Yeah. I, I just, at, at what point, you know, uh, I, I don't even know how you get started in that, you know, um, my gamer score sits just above 40,000, and I, I, like I said, I, I play a lot of multiplayer things, too, so I'm not always a chasing an achievement. Right. 
Um, so it's not necessarily an accurate reflection of how much time I play on the Xbox, but I just think, man, I mean, uh, Brian, I forget what your gamer score is. I saw it the other day and I've, I've forgotten, but in the thirties, I thought, yeah. So, you know, thirties and I, by no means are you, uh, uh, you know, I definitely think that you play quite a bit of Xbox and then Mark, I think Mark has one in the 200,000 range, if I'm not mistaken, but, um, Yep. I just think I just think, golly, to get to one million in gamer score, just when do you sleep? <laughs> you know, but that's too much gaming. Yeah. I the only reason I'm sitting at over two hundred thousand is because I I got the bug a while back, and you and Kyle I was I was yeah, Kyle. I blame Kyle. It's all Moronic Cow's fault. Um, he, uh, you know the. Yeah, he he got involved in that, and then I did, and we were I, you know, we were back when we were doing Xbox podcast. You know, I remember I think one time he was like bragging about his gamer score being hired. My like the next week I passed him, you know, and then it was like we just kind of started doing this thing, and the next thing I know, it's it just got crazy. I was game flying all the crap games that were giving you easy scores and following guides and just playing crap I never would have ever played. And then I just yeah. got so tired of that, and um, and I watched like Kyle do like completely skipping games that he loves, like franchises yeah. he loves, mm-hmm. because he knew it was going to take a long time to get the achievements, and he wanted to knock a bunch of other stuff out. And and I was just like, and I was doing stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I just now I still like gamer score. I still will go after stuff. I'll still look at achievements, and I'll try to get stuff if it's a game I really like. Like Sniper Elite Four recently, um, I, I've done probably everything I can in that game, but I looked and I was like, "Okay, can I do this? Yeah, this is something." And then I'll go and play it and try, and I'll work specifically trying to get an achievement, but I, I don't like totally focus on it. Like right now with Wildlands, I don't even know what the achievements are. I'm just playing the game. Yeah, I kind of right. like to go through, play it. And if I really enjoy it, then I go back and look and go, okay, well, let me go back and try to get this, or let me try to get that. But, um, yeah, it's, I think it's fun that way. I enjoy that a lot better than doing what Stallion's doing and a bunch yeah. of other people. Well, and I think, you know, a game like uh, one that I, I haven't played a whole lot of, and uh, please don't put me to the stake and burn me here, but um, Skyrim Special Edition, which I own, and I'm working my way through slowly but surely, is I think they do achievements really well in the sense that they don't necessarily force you. It's not about getting all the collectibles. They The achievement is for exploring an aspect of the game that the developers wanted you to go to. And so they'll give you an achievement for exploring that area or, um, you know, I think there's an achievement for, like, getting married in the game because they want you to explore that element, you know, of it rather than, hey, did you make sure to hit this, uh, make, just make sure to get this note and make sure to get this audio log here and make, you know, um, so, you know, those are the kind of games that I appreciate that they really kind of help steer you in directions that, you know, the developer wanted to push you in, um, I collectibles. <laughs> yeah. Um, collectibles are my, you know, my vein and, and, um, the bane of my existence sometimes, but, and, you know, Dishonored, like playing through Dishonored 2, I, I'm on like the eighth mission, I think. And I know that that's getting close to the end, but what drives me nuts is, uh, very rarely do I use a strategy guide, um, and I actually still have a collection of paper strategy guides, believe it or not, um, that I actually prefer sometimes. But 
um, you know, you'll go, you'll you play through the game and you miss one collectible, and it's it's you know it scams you out of a twenty point achievement. You're like, oh, I'm never playing this again. <laughs> you know, it's, well there goes that one. You know, I don't even care anymore. But um, so yeah, let's. Uh, I definitely really enjoy achievement hunting, but also the multiplayer aspect of games and uh, the I think my number one. Um, what makes a great game for me, you know, throw out graphics, throw out frame rates, all of that stuff. It doesn't doesn't necessarily matter to me. Is I love involved narratives. I love uh, not knowing what's coming next. I love the the storytelling part of a game, um, and that's why sometimes um, you know I lean towards like a Dishonored two over um, you know other types of games because it is about immersing you in this you know po- post uh, you know. Uh, or alternate 1800s universe and that kind of a thing. But um, I have a really, I've noticed recently as I'm getting older, I'll be 32 this year, that I have a really hard time with massive RPGs. And I think you guys can relate to that to some extent, is they're just too much of a time sink anymore. And I want to experience, like I want to play Skyrim. I want to experience it. I want to be involved in it. But I just can't seem to get 285 hours of my life set aside to really enjoy this game, you know? And, and so I lean towards uh, more linear type games, um, you know, games that have a start and a finish to the levels. And I actually really enjoy those types of games. Um, I think sometimes we've, it seems to me anyway, that the, we've gone kind of open world crazy. Um, yeah. And it's harder, it gets harder and harder to find those games unless it's an indie game, which Nothing against indie developers, but I've yet to really find one that I've just thought, "Wow, that's 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 an incredible game." I'm always like, "Yeah, it's novel. Okay, I'll move on um, from that." But always been more of a narrative-driven type gamer, uh, like playing through levels, linear type gameplay. So, yeah, it's it's funny. Like I, there is like, oh yeah, I think I'm in the thirty thousand range or something. Like, yeah, forty-eight thousand. Like, I have no idea what I even have. I was off, and, and I stopped. I stopped going after achievements a long time ago because it was to that point where it was like, you know, I'm not playing this other game that I've been wanting to play because I'm here. I am trying to find this or trying to find that. Like, there's some like when it's just as you're playing the game and you're getting the achievements as you play. Those are the ones I like. But even then, it's just like, oh, you know, hey, I just got an achievement, things like that. Like, if you go and look at my like Battlefield 4. I think I played pretty much played Battlefield 4 on PC and Xbox One and, and Diablo were like two games I played for almost an entire year. Um, enough to where I was 122 on Battlefield 4 on PC and 104 on Xbox One. It's just like that was a game that I played. Go look at the hours I have, and that's like 300-something hours, you know, yeah. <laughs> in Battlefield. And... You know, ten achievements. It's it's just like yeah. It, yeah, that means no, the achievements mean nothing as far as gameplay or playing. Well, it, and it, it's important to me as a you know a career driven thirty two year old to have a game that's that I can sit ha- at home at night and play for an hour or 30, 40 minutes and feel like I've done something. Um, because you know games, and that's why Battlefield is so you know enticing to me. Because I can sit down and play a match and and rank up a level and unlock a new weapon or whatever it is and be good. But um, you know the last time I played Skyrim, which was you know a month ago, 
um, it was like an hour and 45 minutes before I had even like made the first checkpoint of some sort of mission that I was on and I'd forgotten even what was going on by the time I was halfway through the mission and now I'm just killing things to kill things and hopefully this is over soon, you know, because <laughs> right. I've got stuff to go do. But it, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I definitely struggle with the idea that I want to play everything and I want to be able to, um, you know, uh, try out everything like, uh, ghost recon. That was a rental for me. I, I rented that because I, I had a feeling that it may not be my type of game. Um, and turns out I'm probably right that it's not my type of game, but, um, you know, I, I definitely rented that because I just knew I was like, if I purchase this, this is a, you know, like uh, you guys made mention of earlier, you know, a hundred something hour game minimum, you know, and that's if you don't sight that's if you don't sightsee, uh, throughout the game. And, um, you know, I'm already logged into Skyrim, Dishonored, Battlefield. Um, what else do I have over here? Uh, oh, I still play Star Wars Battlefront occasionally. I know that that game's outdated. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, So you know, 2016. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. 2016. I can't even. <laughs> you, know, you know why I play Battlefront still? Is I have a buddy who that's all he plays. And when you can team up with a buddy to play a game like that, it's still fun, you know. Um but when you play it by yourself, by this point, you're just like, "What am I doing? Is this match over already?" You know. But um, so, definitely struggle with the idea of wanting to play all the games and then having to realize that, "Hey, this is probably not my type." You know, when I was younger uh, and had a lot more free time on my hands, you know, I would definitely have the opportunity to play everything that came out. And now I, I struggle with the concept of let's play this game and this game and this game. And then let's, let's try and actually, you know, manage our, our expectations here. Because if I, I, I used to get into a really bad habit where I'd have 10 games going on at once and not getting anything out of any of them because I was playing too many at once, you know? Um, and then I would, then I just was playing to beat them so that I could say I beat them. And that was yeah. it. But <laughs> no. Um, so I definitely slowed down. In my older age, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, they're talking about age in the chat, so don't 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 get too uh, into age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of us got you beat. I know, I know. Which you know, that's what I that's honestly I love that about this community that you guys have created because uh, I felt kind of alone for quite some time as, as even at my age. Um, considering gaming, my one of my pretty much my primary hobby, I felt kind of out there on an island on my own, and I I really do I like this community for that reason. So, yeah, that's um, that's the thing with Xbox. Once your voice deepens, you have to find another community because you just have to get on live. <laughs> I know you really don't. It's party chatter bust every from there on out. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but well, yeah, so. With 360 being your favorite system, and you mentioned you mentioned you've mentioned a lot of Halo. I'm, I'm going to ask what your favorite game is, but I could be completely wrong. But I'm going to say it's a Halo game. But we'll let you say what what's your favorite game ever? It doesn't have to um, be. Believe it or not, and I would like to see what chat has to say about it, and you guys as well. Is uh, Bioshock Infinite my favorite game? 100 hands down, 100. Yeah. percent Um. The narrative storytelling of that game is, and the mechanics, the, the gameplay, the levels, the, the aesthetic, the aesthetically pleasing levels. Um, and one thing really hit me with that game is I did not see the ending coming. And I can't say that about a whole lot of games. And, um, but, but then you're right, Brown. Halo's number two by far. <laughs> um, played, 
And hey, I got to say, you know, uh, love it or hate it, Halo Five was kind of a bust for me. Um, you know, I, I I enjoy it to some degree, but um, but definitely Bioshock Infinite. Um, I've played that game three or four times, and every single time I catch something new, it's kind of like watching your favorite movie over and over and, and noticing a new thing every single time. And um, just not a lot of games ever did that for me. I've always I've enjoyed a lot of games, no doubt. I had a lot of fun memories playing games, but Bioshock Infinite stands out for sure, uh, no doubt. So, and I've, I've I haven't played Infinite. Oh man, it's a good game. Yeah, I've yeah, never, it's never a, played that. And with, uh, with Halo, it's I, like... I enjoyed like, hanging off those rails or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like slinging around those things. And then I, if I recall, it's been a long time, but couldn't you slow down time? Mm-hmm. You come yeah. down and then you're like just shooting all those guys. Like, that was so much yeah. fun. Well, and, <laughs> and you know, um, Brun, have you played it at all? Or have you gotten like a little bit ways into it? Or no, anything? I've never played it at all. Okay. Um, I won't, I'll, I'll refrain from using too many spoilers because I, I definitely think you should play it. Um, one of my I'll put that right after Mass Effect Three. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, so you'll get to it around July. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, one of the coolest things about Bioshock Infinite is they give you a companion about a third of the way into the game, and they make it very clear to you that your companion does not need any help from you. They will. They will be just fine. And in fact, they end up helping you out more than anything. And I just thought that concept in today's genre, in today's gaming, is just like, please, no more carry the unconscious guy through the level missions. Um, I hate those kind of missions, which is what Dishonored's kind of made me do once or twice, and I'm, I have some beefs with it. But um, uh, she, you know, that game, they just, they just really nailed it. And um, you know, I, uh, I don't know, just, and I liked Bioshock One, and Bioshock Two was all right, but. Um, Definitely Bioshock Infinite, but without a doubt. So, and when you, whenever you do get around to that backlog, run it's it'll be a while, I'm sure. But definitely throw that one in there and give it a try. So, yeah, with 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 Halo, I play Halo games for the play or for the single player story, and and Halo Five was, I still had fun with it, you know, mm-hmm. but it was kind of fell a little short. Not as short as what I think a lot of people... There's a lot of diehards that are just very upset about it, which they can be. Um, But it is probably by far the best multi-version of Halo multiplayer ever. Like, it is crazy good. I mean, and I've played it some, but for the people Mm -hmm. that are diehard Halo multiplayer fans, like, they cannot... You know, they speak so highly of, of Halo 5 and its multiplayer. Yeah, I, um, I I agree with you 100%. And, you know, I almost threw the multiplayer to the side and never even picked it up. And uh, fortunately, I had a friend come visit me out here. And uh, we actually, it was the middle of the summer, which, if you know anything about Colorado summers, it's the best time to be here. And um, we sat out on the front porch with my little TV. That's our version of being outside, right? And um, we hooked up the Xbox, and he introduced he's like man you got to give the multiplayer a try so we played SWAT multiplayer in Halo for it must have been five and six and seven hour stretches back and forth passing the controller and um that that multiplayer and the matchmaking is perfect the load times are really good um they nailed that for sure I, I definitely had quite a bit of fun with the Halo 5 multiplayer but I agree with you the story story definitely kind of fell flat there at the especially at the end but 
right. Favorite genre? Favorite genre? Um, I'm going to say the action-adventure genre, the Tomb Raiders of the world. I love Tomb Raiders. They are... I played... Those are some of the games that I will buy on day one and finish on day two because I just get so into those games. Um, And uh, even this, this last Tomb Raider, man, that was just... That was a heck of a game that I enjoyed thoroughly, for sure. Uh, really wish not to get off the Xbox topic, but I really wish if the develop if Naughty Dog is listening, please, you know, uh, Uncharted, bring it over. I'm oh. okay with that. <laughs> uh, second that, third that, eight hundred that. <laughs> that's the only game that's ever enticed me. Well, I, I can't say that. The Last of Us and Uncharted are the only two games that I've ever thought. You know, maybe I can get a second-hand PlayStation and try it out. But um. yeah, I was, I was just going to say is like, there's nothing wrong with going and buying a PlayStation, and definitely with those games if you want to play those on Last of Us. But I, you know, internet's going crazy. I mean, a lot of the internet's going crazy about um, uh, Horizon. You're well, on. well, the, everybody's going nuts about um, Zelda right now, but Let's... Horizon Zero Dawn. I have three. Three guys at work that are playing it, they are loving mm-hmm. it. They said it is a fantastic game and, and a lot of the you know, Colomorities and, and you know, I know they, they lean PlayStation whatever. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Mr. Imes. Yeah, so but I mean, awkward is can't stop posting about it every day. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's just like you hear things like that and you know, as gamers like we are, it's just like, oh man. Do I have enough yeah. money in my budget for yeah, PlayStation Four? Because <laughs> that's that's where I that's where they lose me. Is you know I'd have to justify buying a PlayStation Four so that I could play two, maybe three games. Play- and I just I, I just can't I can't rationalize that in my head. And, and I actually had a friend that made a great point the other day about Zelda, and he said, you know what Zelda is for most of us? Zelda is a three hundred and fifty dollar game. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, here, yeah. here's an easy justification. It is easier to justify buying a PlayStation for exclusives mm-hmm. than it is and and have it as your machine to play ex- platform exclusives and then yeah. using your Xbox to play everything else than it is vice versa. Because yeah. there is very little exclusives when it comes to Xbox. I mean, you have your Halos and your Re- gear. Reservoir Dogs, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not coming to PlayStation, baby. I was yeah. going to say that when we talked about it. I was going to be like, eh, Xbox exclusive. Yeah. I mean, you have Halo. Xbox. Yeah, you have Halo. Suck it, Sony. <laughs> yeah. Halo, Gears, Crackdown. You know, you got yeah. your Forzas. I mean, there there are exclusives in, in, in Microsoft. Um, but what Microsoft has that Sony doesn't have is Xbox Live. And I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's by far the best. Um, so it is easier to justify... You know, buying a PlayStation for those exclusives, and and that is right now because, you know, the the one thing that I am reading is is when is Microsoft going to have exclusives like PlayStation has now? And I'm yeah. just like, listen here, has now three years into the system's life, you know, just yeah. because finally your exclusives are coming out doesn't mean that you get to turn around and be like, oh, why isn't Mike? It's like, well, it's because they've yeah. been releasing them for the last three years, yeah, and you haven't, so um, yeah. But that is something to, uh, you know, there's and, a little uh, bit of help justification there for you. <laughs> so, And I well, want to play and, Detroit. I mean, that game, I'm still floored by that game at E3. So, 
Yeah, there's a. I'm really looking forward to E3 this year. There's a lot of good reveals I think coming out, um, and I'm really, really. I think that Xbox um, by didn't they move their press conference up a day? Did I, did I read yeah, that correctly? Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, um, which of course is a day I, I work. So, um, which is a bummer, but um, I'll make sure to stream it at work for sure. But uh, I think they did it right. You know, I think that. Um, with, uh, I think they've got some really cool stuff up their sleeve from what I'm understanding and, and all the hype. And, you know, who knows? We could just be building ourselves up again on the hype train. And then they, uh, you know, it's uh, a remastered crackdown, too. And we're all going, oh, perfect. But, uh, you know, I think that they're going to be pretty. I think they're going to hit it on the nail this year. And I think they, Phil Spencer, I think I've been a fan of Phil Spencer since he took over. And uh, I think he's got us on the right train, uh, on the right track for sure. So, looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I really do like Phil Spencer too, and 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 I know you know we've talked Scorpio and, and things like that. I, I'm the more I sit down and think about it, regardless of whatever the price is, two ninety nine. Um, you know, regardless <laughs> of what it's going to be, there are a lot of people out there that are saying like, well, just releasing a new console. It, you know they're going back and they're looking at PlayStation 4 Pro and I mean you can't compare the you can't compare the Pro in the Scorpio like I don't think they're no. comparable um, apples and oranges for yeah, sure yeah it definitely is but if people are looking back and they're like well look you know PlayStation 4 Pro really isn't selling that much yeah well well it's because they sold a ton of PlayStation 4s but um, yeah it's because there's nothing that the pro does that the other ones don't do besides the 4k and, mm-hmm. and, and well, basically the 4k. So, yeah. so a lot of people are just like, well, we're wondering what Microsoft's going to do because is just saying, here's a new console. It does everything these other ones do. Is that a good thing or not? And it's something yeah. to really think about. And so, well, it, that out. you know, I think, I hope that, Obviously, they've learned from their mistakes with the Xbox One, um, and I, f- I find it funny that the things that the Xbox One originally promised with all when they, when all that hate that the big hate storm came out against it, um, people are starting now starting to now come around to um, things like the digital only game sharing things like that. I mean, a lot of us I'm I'm about you know a, I, I buy digitally about sixty percent, mm-hmm. and then I buy physical about forty. I buy phys- I buy the the physical games I buy are the ones I'm not sure if I'm going to like because I like to be able to have some trade in value whether that be a lot or nothing it's still something that I could go back and trade in if I'm not happy with the game but right. um, you know uh, but yeah I I can't trade in friggin' Shadows of Mordor <laughs> piece of garbage is still sitting on my hard drive yeah, I know and the and the bad part about it is when you buy them digitally. You don't want to. Uh, you never want to delete it because you spent money on it. You know? Right. Yeah. So it's sitting just, on my hard drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh. yeah, um, I, I know that feeling pretty well. <laughs> but I will not buy Shadow of War, so I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I just don't yeah. know, and I, I can't call it a piece of garbage because I know people loved it. I just it just didn't work for me for some reason. But and I tried. I tried that game twice. I even restarted it. Like I must have missed something in the beginning because I'm just not getting this. But so yeah, that's I think that's one of 
Uh, I bought something else recently too that I kind of regretted. And I can't remember what it was, <coughs> but yeah, that's Hitman. I guess the one downside. What was it? Hitman. Oh yeah, Hitman. Yep. Mm, you didn't care for that, huh, Mark? I I you know I loved Hitman Absolution, and I was looking forward to this, but I waited until I got the whole game for like fifty percent off. I was like, yeah. sweet, jumped yeah. on it. I never was able to get past the training mission. Oh, that's right. I remember that. I remember you talking um, about that. I kept trying it. I kept trying it. I kept trying Because it's like, I want to. I know I like this game. I just, I don't know. So it, It's me. It's not the game. Yeah. It's just me. So. Well, you know, there's always going to be a couple of games that everybody loves that um, we can't seem to get. Um, Fallout 4 seemed to, I mean, I know Fallout 4 has got some love and hate on both sides, really, but. I just thought Fallout 4 was just the biggest waste of time I've ever spent in a video game. I just could not do it. I could not bring myself to play that game. And that's a, that's a $60 purchase on my hard drive right now. If you um, if I could send it out to somebody, I would. But um, Yeah, so. And uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to say this, too, because I know that it's been in the, in the news lately. But and I, uh, with, when it, with regard to Nintendo... I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say I'm no longer a Nintendo fan. Nintendo holds will always hold a special place in my heart. They really will. But I think they have gone. The, the Switch does not appeal to me one any 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 form or fashion. Zelda's the only thing that, of course, anybody anybody who games would want to play. But there, I mean, if you've watched any of the Twitch streams with like one two Switch, if that's not just the biggest gimmick. <laughs> I mean, there is no, there to me, there is absolutely no value in a Switch. It, it doesn't even meet, you know, today's tech standards. It's a brand new console, and uh, you know they have one game that everybody's going to want to play. And my uh, my, I think what we should do is just create, you know, everybody pitch in. We buy an Xbox Life Nintendo Switch, and we just mail it around the country so everybody can have their chance of Zelda. And I'll go first, of course, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody say somebody saying there's they're working on a PC version of it. Oh, really? That's what well, I that'd be, saw. That'd so. be a big deal. Oh yeah. But you know, uh, I I just I truly feel that Nintendo has lost connection to at least you. I don't know what's going on in Japan. Maybe in Japan they're they're spot on. They have it's, their thumb on the market, but it's not selling well there either. Yeah, I mean, I, I just mean, saw. I think I I think it was somebody posted their friend code. Like SW, it's like you know they had. I was like, I thought they got past oh, yeah. this. I thought they had a Nintendo ID. Like this, the, ten years. It's <laughs> yeah. been ten years and they still can't get it right. I know. How, uh, how do you? If if Microsoft, okay, if Microsoft or Sony would do that, they would be mopped up and down this floor, up and down the floor, saying, "Oh, they're worthless. Oh, they can't even do." That. But since it's Nintendo, it's like, oh well, it's okay. They yeah. made Zelda. Yeah, and we're, it, we'll have a Mario game to play, and I'm just like, are you serious? I mean, yeah, they get they get this free pass, and everybody, you know, and and I don't mean to, um, if if people have the Switch and they love it, more power to them. I by no means am I trying to, um, you know, be negative towards them at all. I just I think that they are they get this free pass. I mean, that Switch press conference, I watched that and thinking, what in the world am I watching? What yeah. is this? No, oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, garbage just, man. Now, I, will, the, I will say the hardware in my mind because I'm a techie guy. I am still interested in the hardware. My kids want one, you know, yeah. and and that's the thing. And and 
but that's not what bothers me. The thing about like not being able to pull your saves off a of switch. Like if you if you have two switches in your house, like you can't share. You know, pick up one yeah. and do saves. Like if your if your twitch if your switch blows up, like you lose all your stuff. Yeah. I mean, so, it's just like why can't they get that right? I have I have no clue why they can't. And the, and you're you know you're talking about the one two switch like the cow milking yeah. game. Uh, I'm just like there's just people like lifting their hand up and down the cow milking game, and I'm just like, what's the sequel going to be? I know, right? Who can milk the bull quicker? I got the one about the soda shaker or something. I I was watching IGN, and it was uh, two different people. There was Alana Pierce and the dude with the beard. Uh, He's on Unlocked often, a lot, most of the time. Um, I just can't remember his name. I'm drawing a blank, but he was laughing. I mean, he couldn't control. He was having her because she's sitting there shaking this thing, and yeah. they're going back and forth like you're. The object is, can you shake the carbonated soda without it exploding? And you just watch what they're doing, and it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't yeah. want my kids doing that. No, nope. yeah. you know, same uh, with the milking, and there's just, it's like, look at what they're doing, <laughs> you know, it's no, yeah, I. I they do get a pass. It's just like Sony gets a pass too. Yeah. Sony released the PlayStation Four, which really was like three point five. There was yeah. really nothing new there, and everybody's like, you know, gives them a pass. And what I, I was telling horrible gamers the other day, because uh, uh, Ryan Gibson got a, <coughs> he bought a Switch and he was talking about it, and um, but uh, I was like, everybody's talking about how. Oh, Xbox sucks because they can't get 1080p graphics, and I can get 1080p on a PS4, and I can only get like 900 on a Xbox, so it sucks. The friggin' Nintendo can only do like 720, and everybody's like raving about how great it looks. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I know, you all know? of a sudden, all those standards, no, nobody cares about it anymore. It goes right out the window, yeah. So it's like, you know, you got we're going to have the 4K, the best, baddest Scorpio, best, baddest console on the market, on the planet coming out this year and everybody's gonna be like oh it sucks but freaking zelda looks awesome <laughs> you know well, who needs 4k all of a sudden it's like uh, oh come on yeah i would well, you know it, it, it's basically um you know a 3ds advance that's the way i look at nintendo switch yeah um you know and uh do i like the idea of if, I think that if they had marketed this Nintendo Switch as a strictly portable gaming device, I think I might have been on board with it. Yeah, um, but, you know, they try to pass it off as a home console, and really, it's Zelda that's their big winner. And beyond that, I'm, I don't see, you know, anything. So Yeah, they're, they're going to iterate on it because there are some issues. They, they got some things to fix before this, before the holiday rolls around, I think. Um and that's kind of what I'm waiting on to see what they're going to do with their software and, and do some reiteration on their hardware. Um, but the 3DS and stuff that you might as well, they're going to put a, they're going to shut that down. Like the switch is going to be their one thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't blame them for doing that. I think it, and like I said, it's like, I want the iteration. I want it to become something because I think it's really cool and, uh, or has a chance to be really cool, but, what 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 you hear now and stuff and you know people were giving me a hard time because I'm just like 
no, I won't buy one right now because of this and this and this. And they just give me a hard time. And somebody, somebody at work had one during lunch yesterday on Friday. They're like, Brun, you can't come over here and see this. We already know what you think <laughs> about it. And I'm just like, I'm not lying to you. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm telling you the truth. So, yeah. so. Well, you know, improve the battery life. Um, you know, I, 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 I travel probably 10 times a year around the country. And to me, having something like that might be something at a later point I might get into. But the idea of trying to sell me this Nintendo Switch as a home console that would ever be of any interest to me beyond Zelda, um, I just don't see. You know, because I'm not into the, I've never been into the anime scene. I've never, um, uh, you know, that's just not, that's just not, doesn't, that doesn't appeal to me. So for the jet, you know, that's why I've always kind of steered away from the Japanese companies, Sony and Nintendo, because a lot of those games that they put on their systems are kind of that anime style-esque, you know, um, I have a rule of thumb, and that is, you, you know, if you hit something in the game and numbers flash everywhere, I generally stay away from it. It's usually not my type of game, but, uh, and those, um, you know, those type of games um, are like that a lot, so... But you know, I, I'm 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 going to start the wave. I, I I decided that I'm just no longer a Nintendo fan. They just don't appeal to me. It, I'm obviously either not their market, or they're missing the mark completely. Um, so I'm I'm throwing it out there yeah. into the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there is there any anything else you want to chat about? What are you looking forward to? What what game are you really looking forward to? Let, let's say. Um, Let's say let's pass the month of March. You know we know Mass Effect's coming, and mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to like later this year, or hope, that you hope comes out later this year? Um, well, I hope it comes out this year, and uh, they haven't let me down so far. But Red Dead Redemption Two, oh, okay, um, will be on my list, and I've kind of made a commitment to myself to go through the backlog this year a little bit. So I'm, I'm kind of being slow about purchases um like i've got uh, what do i have uh, to play through uh, dead space two and three uh, at some point i've tried i'm going to really try to crack down and get uh through those games through in april uh, but mass effect's going to throw a wrench into those plans pretty quickly uh, but uh, red dead redemption 2 by far rockstar i think just you know i know their games are a lot of their games are pretty controversial one way or the other but um, I think that they just hit their, they just, the production value in their games is second to none. They deliver when they, you know, GTA Online, I know was a big mishap, but um, GTA 5, I think was a pretty, pretty remarkable achievement, especially on the 360. And uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm sure will just surpass everybody's expectations. They haven't let us down yet. So really looking forward to that one. And I think that one's slated for what, November of this year or something along those lines. Yeah, somewhere around there. I was wondering yeah. if you'd say Crackdown, but we're just waiting on it getting canceled. <laughs> yeah, Crackdown yeah, right, 3. What's that? How do you say <laughs> it again? Crack, crackdown? Crackdown, yeah. is it? That it will not be canceled. <laughs> it won't be. Dude, if it does, I'm going to sell my friggin' thing and go buy a PS4 Pro. Uh, <laughs> they, crack, crackdown 3 looks impressive with the uh, destructible environments. I've watched a few clips on that stuff, and um, if they pull that off, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty cool, I think. Yeah, for sure. Right. But uh, yeah, I think Red Dead Redemption Two is my big one. 
um, that I'm waiting for later this year. And uh, of course, E3 is going to probably bring some things into light for me, uh, some things that maybe I had overlooked at some point. Uh, but that's, uh, that's pretty much where I'm at with that. I'm going to really try to, like I said, move through my backlog at some point this year uh, because it's, it's getting to the point now where, especially with Game Pass about to come out at some point, I've got to really um, find a way to manage the games that I've already purchased, you know, um, so that I can further justify purchases to my wife later on. Um, you know, yes, I will. Yes, I do play these games. See, yeah. you know, kind of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> but, All right. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, Mark, do you want to go over what, what's coming out this week? we we'll have to wrap up here soon just so we don't hit our cap. Um, all right, so coming out on Xbox One, Sticks, Shards of Darkness. Uh, also, Death Squared. Um, if you have EA Access, there's this little indie title coming out on the 16th called Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm not sure what that's about. Um, Dark Arcana, The Carnival. It's coming out on the 17th along with Kona, Nero Voider, and Momodora Reverie Under the Moonlight. Yeah, I have no idea on that one. <laughs> so, uh, just as a note, Mass Effect Andromeda. So if you have EA Access, they're giving you basically uh, the game actually comes out what, on the 21st. So you're getting a couple, what, four or five days early access, but they're only giving you 10 hours of early access and the storyline you will not be able to play 10 hours of the storyline they are uh, locking it down I, they did not state and i have not seen uh how much of the story you can play before release date but um you're probably only gonna be able to play like the first mission or something like that would be my guess but you will not be able to play 10 hours of the story they said so you're gonna have to do other stuff so uh, me myself i'm gonna just wait till uh monday 9 p.m uh, the following week when it comes out for everybody. Because I know getting into that story, I want to want to play the story. Yeah. Good point. Um, all right. Uh, then, uh, good. Games with Gold um, from, uh, what are we, March 12th. So you've got three more days to get Project Cars for free. Um, then Layers of Fear is available right now. Um, and then on the 16th, Project Cars goes away. And Evolve will be available for you. And then on backwards compatibility for the 360 Borderlands 2, you've got till the 15th to get that. And then Heavy Weapon will become available on the on the 16th for the last two weeks of the month. That's it. All right. Uh, if anybody does any shopping on Amazon, if you go to thisxboxlife.com slash Amazon uh, or go to thisxboxlife.com and click on the Amazon You'll be directed to Amazon itself and your, you know, local locale, if you want to say. Um, and if you anything you purchase on there, we get a little percentage. It comes to us. You don't pay anything extra, but it does support the show. And Rob always likes to remind people to go to iTunes and review us as high as possible. Uh, that helps us get noticed in the iTunes store. But I think that's it for that. Drino, did I miss? Did I miss it, or did you not ask the question? Which question? The question we always ask the guest. Oh, I haven't asked. Uh, well, I can ask right now. So, I was just kind of surprised you didn't ask. 
Yeah. Well, we I thought we already knew what it was. Okay. I Tr I don't know. <laughs> Trino, we always like <laughs> to ask guests that we have on our show who listens to the show, and uh, we always like to ask that one question of who is your favorite host because we like to put you on the spot to see what you say. And there is a right answer, and there are wrong answors. So, <laughs> so what do you get? What do you got? As well, looks um, angrily at your way. No. <laughs> um, let me. I will say this: is that uh, Brian? I enjoy your commentary thoroughly. I would have to say that I enjoy listening to you talk, um, Mark. That being said, <laughs> uh, I think that you and uh, Mark, uh, Brian, you and Mark are. Um, one heck of a team together. Um, Rob, I love you, but uh, I wish you <laughs> talked a little more throughout the show. Um, gave your input, because uh, when you do, I like it. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, Brian, you're, you're, you're my go-to guy, and I, I really appreciate you wishing for the Scorpio to be two ninety nine. I think that that, that is a uh, wishful thinking, maybe, but uh, I think we'll, uh, you know, that definitely is a win in my book. So, But I... I, I, I <laughs> I really appreciate all of you guys, and uh, I really enjoy it. Mark, I, I love listening to you um, comment on things, and, and same, same goes to you, Brun. So, um, just a great show all around. I like it a lot. I like I like every time I say two ninety nine, and Mark Mark always replies with, "In your dreams." And my, to, to to that response, my response is always like, "Yeah." So, <laughs> like, yes, yeah. it is okay. So, so that that's uh, my answer every time I say two ninety nine. Everybody's like, it's not going to be two ninety nine. I'm like, two seventy nine. They're like, you're going, the, you're going the wrong way. I was like, well, then stop asking me because here before long it's going to be free. <laughs> uh, no, and 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 all honesty, you guys are great. Uh, there's there really you know it's there's really no favoritism at all on my part. I think that uh, you guys really hit it on the nail and uh, once again i like it being a part of the community for sure so and thanks for having me i've enjoyed it uh i know we've probably almost hit the cap so but uh thank you again for having me and i uh definitely look forward to supporting the show as best i can from here on out oh we appreciate for as, for as long as you three decide to do it i'll i'll be here uh supporting you as long as my wife doesn't look at the bank account Yep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're aiming for f for at least 428 episodes before we throw in the towel. So okay, all right. Well, good deal. <laughs> good deal. I'll have to remember my Patreon login here in a minute. But <laughs> uh, but uh, so I uh, definitely look forward to uh, listening to the show's future to come and uh mark uh, you and i have yet to play on xbox live some game together i'm sure that'll come around soon so i'll make sure to hit you up as soon as you and i own the copy of some same game well he has well, battlefield. he has battlefield one no i don't oh, well <laughs> wild wildlands was a rental for me so i'll have to oh, okay. go, i'll have to go back to Redbox. i'm by no way paid by them by the way but uh, well, you got you're getting mass effect right yeah, I'll be have I'll have Mass Effect, and that is going to be so. Make sure, I'll make sure to hit you up for some co-op on that. Yeah, because I think they're also I don't well, I don't know if the stories co-op. I don't remember what they said, but uh, there is multiplayer, and I loved multiplayer in Mass Effect Three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. So oh. I just hope you don't. I know they're going to. I just don't. I'm a, I'm worried about getting sucked back into the buying those freaking Spartan packs or whatever they were called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I spent so much money on those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, 
Yeah, I'm definitely going. I think they get. I think they did away with the system altogether. But I'm definitely going to go renegade throughout Mass Effect from Andromeda. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to make my own system and decide to go that way. <laughs> uh, well, sorry. All right. Well, thanks again for for jumping on the show. We appreciate having you and, and your support. And uh, absolutely for everybody else out there, we will catch you all next week. So with that, I am Brun BJ Swick thirty three. I'm Mark AK Wingman seven oh nine. Taking off. And I'm Drano eighty five. Have a good night.